0: Hello, everyone. How are you? It's Pastor Rod here again, and we're doing a series on reignite, reignite passion, reignite giftings. And today we're going to talk about reigniting the, the power of God in our mouth. That, that what the Bible talks about, that, that God's touching our lips, our mouth, our heart, the, the, the internal working, igniting for God. Now, as a very, very baby Christian in Sydney, 42 years ago, I was a fireman. Did you know that? I was a fireman, so I, I know a lot about fire actually. And I know that there's a good fire and there's a bad fire. You know that. A good fire is in the fireplace and it's warm and it's beautiful and it's, it's, it's just great. But the fire out of control, uh, which I saw as a fireman, is destructive and negative. And, and so, when the Bible starts talking about fire in our mouth, we've got to realize that there's a negative fire. And there's a great warm fire of the Holy Spirit, okay? So what God is talking about and what we want to talk about today is reigniting the good fire of God in our mouth, amen? Here's a scripture right here, Psalm 34, verse 1. I love this. As a, a new Christian, I, I, I memorize this. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. I want the fire of God in my mouth to praise God. Amen. And, and when that happened as a baby Christian, I was able to give up my my bad language and, and start to work on my bad talking and, and things like gossip and negativity and stuff started to leave me. That fire left and the good fire of the Holy Spirit started to come and change the way I talked, changed the way I carried on relationships. Now, the Bible says that This fire that's negative is so massive in human lives. God actually wants to reignite the good because the bad is so destructive. Listen to this from James chapter 3, verse 5 to 11. It says, likewise, the the tongue or the lips or the mouth, same concept, is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a... Small spark. Just let me stop. As a fireman, most of the fires were started by something small, like a, a match or a cigarette or, or something very small that it started small. And, and it says that here, a whole whole forest can be set af- a fire by a very small spark. The tongue is also a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. Whoa, this is big stuff about the need to reignite God's power in our mouth. Amen. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. Whoa, this is a real problem here, folks. This is a big deal. If if the Bible says nobody can help What are we going to do? This message is called help. My mouth is on fire. Help me. My mouth is on fire. What do I do? Who can I help? Well, you know the answer to that, but let's keep reading here. The tongue is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we praise our God and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. And then the the conclusion, brothers and sisters, come on, this should not be this mixture can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring now now jesus speaks into this as well and he's saying that the mouth and the heart have a direct connection directly connected some people say i didn't mean it but jesus says whoa 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 it actually comes from the heart so we need help my mouth is on fire this is what jesus says in matthew 12. make a tree good and its fruit will be good. Make a tree bad, and its fruit will be bad. For a tree is recognized by its fruit, you brood of vipers or snakes. How can you who are evil say anything good? For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Now, when I give this message, I'm telling you about me, the transformation that happened in me, but it's still a battle even to this day. Now, as I give this message, it sounds like I'm going to be pointing the finger, but I was taught as a young Christian, if you look at my hand here, that when you point the finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at you. So please understand, as I talk about the seriousness of this message, I realize that there's fingers pointing back at me. Three compared to one pointing at anybody else. So this is not about putting people down. It's about bringing the answer because the answer to the tongue is not human. It's not humanly possible. It's gotta be God possible, amen. Come on, give God a big praise. It's got to be God. It's got to be His power. And there's good news because what we read about is people, is people who have a, a bad fire and God is able to do a miracle and bring the good fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit. So the first example of this, this fire, this bad fire to good fire is from a man called Isaiah in the Bible. He's one of the Old Testament prophets. He's a, a great man of God. And he's prophesying for a while with amazing stuff before he comes to a crisis of realizing he needs God to touch his mouth again. For example, before this experience, he, he's doing amazing things. He says, I love this scripture, Isaiah 118. He, he has this revelation of God saying, come now, let us settle the matter, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet. They will be as white as snow. Though they're red as crimson, they shall be like wool. I love that scripture. It speaks about the cleansing of Jesus. Jesus instantaneously, in one moment, cleansing us, forgiving us, changing us, making us new. We're a new creation. Yes, yes, yes. But after this scripture something happens in Isaiah's life because in chapter 6 this is chapter one in chapter 6 he has an experience of the mouth of the fire change that I'm trying to talk about is he, he's calling out help my my mouth is on fire so let's look at Isaiah 6 verse 1 because Isaiah's now been a prophet for a while under a great king called King Uzziah who brings great reform and blessing to the people and all of a sudden in Isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 one, I'm just going to read here from off my phone here right now, because it's, it's a bit of a long one. It says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne, high and exalted, and the train of His robe filled the temple. So he's been prophesying for a while, and his great favorite king, who's one of his relatives, probably a cousin, this great king Uzziah, who's given him favor and blessing, dies. All of a sudden, there's a change in the environment. I almost see it like this pandemic, like we're going on really well, and all of a sudden there's a change. And in the change, God is going to do great things. And in this pandemic time, I've heard of so many good things that God has touched in people's lives and mouths and relationships in the middle of a disappointment or a pandemic or the death of a favorite king. Isaiah has this experience of something happening in his mouth. Are you interested? Because it's going to be a miracle. It's going to be a big story. So he's got this vision. He sees heaven all of a sudden, the Lord and and, and the throne room of God. It's amazing. He talks about angels. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their faces. With two, they covered their feet. And they were flying. These, These angels are big and powerful and scary, right? And they were calling to each other. This is in the vision of heaven. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. The whole earth is full of His glory. And the sound of their voices, the doorposts and the threshold shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. There's a there's a there's an experiential vision that Isaiah is having here right now. And Isaiah cries out at that moment. He says, Woe to me, I am ruined, I am absolutely over it. I'm I'm not coping right now because I am a man of unclean lips. This is the prophet who just prophesied amazing things. Five chapters, and he sees the Lord, a new situation, a new moment of disappointment, and something's wrong with his mouth. Now, friends, I want to bring this up because as believers, we have times where we slide in our mouth back to bad fire. We slide back to negativity. Now, we don't know what Isaiah's problem was, we have no idea, but I, I know in my life or in other people's lives, all of a sudden we can go into a negative funk in our minds and see things negatively or or gossip where we hear and we pass on things we should not do or, or we hear bad things about our family or the church and we 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 start speaking and and all of a sudden there's a slide in our mouth i, I we don't know what Isaiah's was but he's going god i see you and i want you to help me my mouth is on fire Help me, woe is me. I'm a man of unclean lips and I live among a people of unclean lips and my eyes have seen the King. I've seen God in this vision. And one of the seraphs, one of the angels flew to me with a live coal, a hot coal. For us, we couldn't touch it. Whoa, it'd be too hot. But for angels, no problem. The the live coals from heaven, from the touch of God. This is a vision, all right. Takes it and he comes and it says he... He taken them with tongs from the altar, and with it he touched my mouth. It's a moment. It's a it's it's a, a a second. It's a it's a millisecond where something is going to happen. And he says, "See, this has touched your lip. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. You're touched by God." Isaiah had a fresh, reigniting of the good fire. Come on, reigniting. The prophet had lost his prophetic touch, was on a downward slide and one touch from heaven and he's back in the seat. He's back in the the gift. He's back in the touch of God in a moment where the heavenly coals touch his mouth. Now, this is really exciting for us because Isaiah goes on to prophesy so many things about even the messiah jesus coming the famous isaiah chapter 53 where he talks about jesus the servant coming and dying for the sins of the world and and the healing of our bodies and the, and the, and the, and the resurrection and the, and and god's moving on the earth isaiah is amazing but he had to have his mouth touched afresh and so do you so do you and i so do you and i do you get it We're not pointing the finger. We're saying, oh, oh." we understand, God, there's a fire, but I want it to be your fire. Touch my mouth, touch my heart, touch my life, and bring me back to a reigniting of the good fire of the Holy Spirit. Now, there's a second person I want to talk about. His name is Peter. New Testament, Jesus' disciple. Jesus loves this guy, but he's got a big mouth. He's got a unruly mouth. And, and at, at the, the, the night before the crucifixion, Jesus has been saying for a while, for at least six months, Jesus had been saying, I must go to Jerusalem and I must die and rise again. And Peter could not accept it. And the night before the cross, the night before the crucifixion, just after the last supper, Peter's mouth goes on fire in a bad way. This is the leader that Jesus has discipled for three years, right? He should be way up here with his mouth, but he's just about to have this terrible fire moment in his mouth and God is going to have to clean it out supernaturally. You see, Jesus says to his disciples, i got to die. And all of a sudden, Peter brags and says this in Matthew 26, 33. Peter says, even if all, speaking about the other disciples, even if, even if they all fall away on account of you, I never will. Now, Peter, I'm sure he has a good intention, but that's a brag. That's a boast. It's like saying, yeah, everyone else, you all got problems, but not me. Yeah, 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 you're all going to, but not me. And that's a dangerous place to be in when your mouth is starting to say, oh, I'm the exception, I'm amazing, and uh, uh, we, we shouldn't do that. But then Peter goes on to deny Jesus three times. A little slave girl or a servant girl comes to him and says, You, sir, you were with Jesus? And he says, I don't know this man. I don't know him. And the Bible says he did it three times. I don't know him. And he says he calls down curses and swearing. His mouth goes off like a, a terrible thing. I don't know. And and then he actually makes this statement. I don't know this man you're talking about. About which is a lie, straight out lie. Peter has gone from the leader of the team to being in a terrible, terrible mouth moment. His mouth is on fire in a bad way and he needs the touch of the Holy Spirit. The good news is from that night, Jesus was crucified the next day. Our Lord died and and rose again after three days. But it was 50 days after Peter said that, the day of Pentecost, 50 days, 50 days. Pentecost means 50 days after the crucifixion day. And Peter was told by Jesus, you've got to wait for the power of the Holy Spirit. And it says there was 120 of them all together. Now my message now is going to come to the, the good fire. It's going to come to the good fire that Isaiah felt. It changed Isaiah back to being this amazing prophet. And it's about to come on peter and it can come on you and on me in a moment wow acts chapter 2 verse 1 to 4 says they were all together they were all together in one place 120 and suddenly a sound like the blowing of a violent wind came out of heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting and they saw what seemed to be tongues or 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 flames of fire that separated and came to rest on every one of the 120, including Peter, including, if we were there, including you and me, upon everyone who was asking God to touch them. And all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues or other languages as the Spirit enabled them. And and the Bible says in Acts 2 that there was people from many, many countries hearing them. And it says in chapter 2, verse 11, Cretans and Arabs and other people we said we hear them and we hear them declaring the wonders of God in our language. When Peter and the others went up with this Holy Spirit power they started to speak in tongues and what that was was praising God in another language they never learned at university. New tongue, new heart, new tongue and I believe that we can have this gift but that's not the point of my message today. The point of my message is whatever came out of their mouth was, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I will lift him up. I will praise him. This experience came with fire, a fire touch. We need a fire touch. Help! My mouth is on fire in a bad way. I need a fire touch from heaven. Amen. Come on. We need it. You need it. I need it. Come on. Come on. We need this touch of the Holy Spirit and it says these people everyone heard them they're all speaking in in Arabic and 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 Greek and Aramaic and or Persian and all these languages and it says we all hear them all of them praising God in our language it's a miracle and and all of a sudden Peter gets up it says in verse 14 Peter stood up with the eleven raised his voice and addressed the crowd fellow Jews And all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain to you. Listen carefully to what I say. And he starts to preach Jesus just 50 days earlier. I don't know Jesus. I don't know Jesus. I I don't know this man. 50 days later, Holy Spirit power. Boom. New heart, new lips, new man. We can have this fire on our lives, friends. I'm getting excited here because I remember how God changed me and then I asked Him to change me and I asked Him to change me and I've experienced touch after touch after touch of God's fire cleansing, cleansing our mouth and saying, whoa, I want to come back to that sort of fire. Now, th- when Peter starts preaching, he's, he's, he's speaking the, the Bible and and and, and 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 prophecy from Joel and, and the power of God and the, the power of the Word of God and, and all of a sudden, 3,000 people are calling out saying what is this and someone says what do we do what do we do it says they were cut to the heart cut to the heart verse 37 when the people heard this they were cut to the heart does that mean they were wounded no it means God was laying bare their hearts need of God need of a savior the preaching of the word and the, the praise it changed the whole atmosphere of the whole area Friends, when we speak from the fire of the Holy Spirit, we can change the atmosphere in our our lives, our home, our church, our business. Come on. People yelled out, what do we do? And Peter said, brothers, you must believe. Brothers, you must receive. You must be baptized. Come on. And and Peter is, is just a changed man because the change in his heart. What am I saying? I'll say it again. There can be a bad fire or there can be the Holy Spirit fire. So here is my advice as a pastor for these 42 years since since I came to Christ. The first one is this. Ask God right now to change your mouth. Don't wait to get to a church meeting or to a church prayer meeting. or That's good. It's all good. Don't wait. Ask God right now. Right now, God, take the bad fire out. Put the good fire back in. I pray for a change now. I'm agreeing with the word. I want the good fire. I can see the bad fire hurts. I don't want it. I don't want it in my family. Come on. I don't want it in my church. I don't want it in my life, in my friendships. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want the fire of the Holy Spirit. And that change can happen right now. I'm going to pray in a moment for for a moment Of God's power not my power I'm just praying for God's touch upon your lips remember I'm pointing to you but I'm pointing three back to me God cleanse my mouth help me to have a great mouth number two is this start every day with the Lord's prayer I think it's so easy to wake up in the morning and just say our father in heaven hallowed or special be your name and we've been teaching on the lord's prayer the the beginning of the lord's prayer and even as i do that I, I feel i feel god's presence right now even as i'm saying this god if you just start to pray our father in heaven hallowed be your name we're starting off the day or we're starting off the the night or whatever with a praise and god fill my mouth right now jesus said this is how you should pray this is it people say how do i pray this is it Father in heaven, Father God. It's like like Isaiah, I saw the Lord and he, he just touched my lips. Praise be your name. Do you sense it? We can just wake up and start the day with praise. We can start the day or finish the day with praise. And my last scripture is Ephesians 5.18, be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is Paul's incredible advice to us in our Christian lives. You ready? This is the last scripture we're going to read don't get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery or bad stuff. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. And it's filled, 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 filled over and over. Speak to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. That doesn't mean we go around singing, but there's a, a scriptural song in our heart. Sing and make music to the Lord from your heart to the Lord. That's, that's that music and worship. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I finish with this story. When we came to Japan 20 years ago, we arrived, me and my wife, and our two little boys at that time, nine and four, and we had a, a bunch of young Australians. Um, it was really hard. It was so hard, too hard, super hard, and it was easy to speak the bad fire. It would have been very, very easy for everyone to speak the bad fire. There's nothing wrong with Japan, but our team was in a bad way. We had no money. We had no visas or very few visas, and we had no place to stay, or Viv and I did, but some of the team didn't. It was just really too hard. We should not have survived that first year. It was too hard, and it would have been easy to speak the fire of negativity. Why did we come, and we got no money, and we got this, and this hasn't happened, but you know, that little team we all decided we were going to speak well. And we were going to speak the vision of God over Japan. The vision of God. God is going to move. God told us He's going to move. And so every Wednesday night, we had an encouragement meeting. And in that encouragement meeting, we went round the circle. Viv and I and about 10 other people all saying, this was the, the rule. We don't often talk about rules, but this was the rule. You have to say something positive. We have to say something positive. And it was ridiculously it was ridiculous what we said. It was things like, someone said, I, I almost got a job, but I didn't get the job. And we all, yay. Next person. I, I could have gone on the train and go back to the airport and go back to Australia, but I didn't. Yay. Uh, the next person, me too. Next person, me too. And so this, it was, it was a confession of ridiculousness. Ridiculously positive and speaking from the Holy Spirit that God has called us. God is with us. We're going to hold on. We're going to stay with it. And that negative thing just left. And I think it created something in our church, a spirit of joy and a spirit of positivity and a spirit of uh, uh, Holy Spirit. I want to speak well over Japan and people. And you get the point. And here we are 20 years later, and we've got churches all over Asia and uh, in Europe and America and and different parts. And, and I just really believe something was birthed as we decided we're not going to take the bad fire. We're going to take the good fire and see what God will do. I'm praying for you today. Are you ready? I'm going to pray for a supernatural touch. Are you ready? Some of you might have slid down in your mouth. Some of you might have slid a lot, a long way. Some of you are saying, well, I'm actually doing good. Praise God. But I want to pray that we would feel god's fire in our mouth right now lord i want to thank you for the cross and resurrection power of jesus that we can have supernatural touch supernatural cleansing supernatural change right now in our mouth and our heart and i'm praying for me and the others right now a fresh touch of fire in our mouth fire in our heart fire in our family fire in our church, good fire, fire that builds, fire that's warm, fire that blesses, the fire of God, fire from your presence. Right now, Lord, I pray for an experience of your fire in our mouth. Reignite our mouth for Jesus. In Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, give God a big praise. Maybe you're thinking, I want that, but I don't know Jesus. Right now, you can receive him in your life, I'm going to count to three and ask you if you would like to receive Him, He'll forgive you and with His grace bring His forgiveness and joy and love, and you'll be going to heaven with His grace. Would you like that? I'm going to count to three. Would you like to receive Jesus? Or maybe you've been away and come back. You ready? Here we go. One, two, three. Right now, Lord, I pray that people would receive you or come back to you, receive your love and your grace and forgiveness, and purpose, and power of the Holy Spirit. I pray for the blessing of God upon these seekers and people coming back in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Help. Help. My mouth is on fire, but my help comes from the Lord. God bless you all.